Welcome to the Tax Sell Podcast, where tax sell investing is made easy. My name is Casey Dim, and I'm a tax sell veteran, author of the Tax Sell Playbook, founder of the Tax Sell Academy. I am the leading tax sell expert and trainer, and I'm your host right here on the Tax Sell Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. This podcast is provided completely free through and because of the Tax Sell Academy. If you're looking to learn more about investing in tax defaulted real estate, just head on over to taxsellacademy.com. Again, that's taxsellacademy.com. So, as you have probably noticed, we are smack dab in the middle of the holiday season. Consequently, this is also a slow time for many tax sell investors. Most county offices are closed this time of year for a number of days, and when they do return, it'll really take a week or two for things to get fired back up. In areas where auctions are routinely scheduled, it's a time where they might skip a week or a month. In other areas where auctions are held just once or twice a year, it's probably not going to be anytime soon. So as investors, this is the time where we like to take a break. We like to go on vacation, spend time with family, relax, and I'm all for time required to recharge. But I wanted to shoot this episode to provide some slow season hacks. Some people refer to it as a slow season where they sit back and they relax. Others refer to it as a time to gain traction for upcoming auctions. Now, I've mentioned this before, but my gym is routinely home to professional athletes during their off-seasons. Despite it being months before they get back into the groove of training camps and stuff like that, the intensity in which they work out is nothing short of insanity. They use this time to grow, to outwork their competition, to gain ground on whatever their goals are. And this is when they truly make progress. Now, some of these athletes are world-class. We're talking Olympic medalists or pro bowlers. And we can discount it as, well, that's their job. That's what makes us feel better about ourselves, of course, about being lazy and relaxed in the slow season. They are professionals, right? But as a tax sell investor, whether you're brand new, just starting out, or if you're a veteran, you should also conduct yourself as a professional. Amongst many other things, this means that you should not be lazy in your off-season, in your slow season. Sure, take trips, do the things you love, enjoy the fruits of your labor, but don't overlook the big picture here. This is a time where you can really get a leg up on everyone else, and most importantly, on yourself. This is a time to capitalize and to work towards your goals. So I wanted to record this podcast episode to provide you with some direction during the slow season. Direction that can help you become a much more successful tax sell investor. Apply these five slow season hacks and you will reap the benefits when it is auction time. The first one, learn. I'm obviously a huge advocate of learning. I operate an entire academy to teach tax sell investors, but I don't want you to look at my business as the reason that this one is included. Whether you learn from my academy or you choose to self-learn over time, it just doesn't matter to me. The point is that you learn. I am frequently contacted by people who made mistakes and are looking for a way out of them. Buying something that got demolished, unexpected county liens or bills, they overvalue something, they have difficulty selling something. The stories go on and on and on. Every single time I get one of these stories asking for help, the very first thought that crosses my mind is, well, they just didn't know what they were doing, at least in that aspect of the deal. Of course, I don't tell them that. I don't mean to sound like a jerk when I say that. But the point is, mistakes are made when people haven't taken the time to learn. And here's a huge newsflash for you. The best time to learn is before you do something, rather than trying to learn how to fix something after 
It has happened. Screw-ups happen daily because people never took the time to learn. Listen to this podcast, every episode. Read the Tax Cell Playbook. Go to my YouTube channel. Scroll through my state guide. Become a member of the Academy. Go to your county's website. Call your county. Ask questions. Find a local mentor. Allow me to mentor you through the Academy. Go to auctions. Review lists. Review results. Look at every webpage in your area that mentions tax liens or tax deeds. Learn. It's easy to learn. There are resources available for you. I've got 600 plus on YouTube, right? I've got the most thorough training program. Tax on investing is not easy out of the gate. Sure, it looks easy. Buy properties, sell properties. There's a lot more to it. Learning how to invest in tax falter real estate can be easy. And once you learn the business, it is easy, but you must learn. That's the number one priority. Slow season is an incredible time to learn. The second is research. The most obvious types of research is researching properties for an upcoming tax sale, if there are any. But instead of procrastinating and waiting to the day before the auction, go ahead and get that research knocked out right now. That way you'll have plenty of time to finish it up and do any necessary follow-up and additional research as required. Beyond that, though, I want you to just practice your research. Use all of the available resources for you. Figure out what every single button and every single link does on all the various sites that you use. Read thoroughly the property assessor reports. Read through the chain of titles. Read through the building inspections, the past sales, prior auction results. Look at active listings that are on the multiple listing service. Determine where the growing areas of the county are. Even if you already do this, take the time to do it now on a deeper level. One suggestion that I always make is to research properties that are familiar to you. Start with the place that you live in. Get all the basics about it. Size, age, value, that kind of stuff. And then dig in deeper. Who owned it before you? What about before that? When was the area developed? What is the history of the area? How the values changed over time? What are the comparables in the area? What about the areas nearby? The point is not just to learn about a property, it's to become familiar with each aspect of the research phase. Even if you already use all these resources on a daily basis, I promise you that you can learn something every single time you use those same resources if you try hard enough. All right, next one, explore. During the holiday season, many people are traveling. While you're starting to travel, what I want you to do is start looking around. And even if you're not traveling, choose a destination that perhaps you'd like to go to. has to be in the United States, of course. But even if you have zero intention to invest in the area that you're traveling to or you want to travel to, just by learning about it, you are going to learn things that you can apply to your business. Go on to Zillow or Realtor.com or grab a real estate magazine if you're in the area and look through the listings there. Look for the things that are in common. Maybe it's that all the homes are log or brick home. What's the difference between that area and the areas that you actually invest in? Maybe it's everything is a condo or whatever it is. Review the sales copy. Is water access actively promoted as a big deal there? Or maybe it's parking is always advertised like it's a huge selling point for whatever reason. Maybe it's a big city, right? Find the differences in what is used there and what's used in the areas that you invest in. Then go on their county sites and browse around. Choose a property from their local tax sale list or pick one out of the real estate magazine if they're not offering a tax sale anytime soon. Use the county resources to learn about that property. Value the property. Figure out the comps you would be using. Find the history. Do everything that we discussed doing for the property that you live in. But now, do it in this new area. 
The simple task of researching these properties in different areas will allow you to really expand your knowledge and it will ultimately allow you to increase your ability to research and learn about properties, which you can apply no matter where you're planning on investing. Actively seek out properties and research those properties in new areas because I promise you just by going through the different systems and stuff, you're liable to learn quite a bit. Next one, get creative. Oftentimes, when we're out of our standard comfortable atmosphere, our creative juices really start flowing. I've discussed this numerous times before, but doing the same old boring thing that doesn't require a single ounce of creativity will often put you out of business. Using some form of creativity in your business can guarantee that your business grows and expands. This could involve the way you say market the properties or you buy something specifically. It could involve some special buying strategies or special selling strategies. There are all sorts of different ways that you can learn to be creative in your business. When we're stuck in the same old office chair day in and day out, it can be difficult to look at our business any different than how we currently look at it. But if you take yourself out of that environment, even if it's just to a local coffee shop, Sit down and really analyze your business. We're often so busy working in our business that we forget we actually need to work on our business. So how can you be different? How can you be creative in how you operate your business? Now is going to be a great time to really sit back and figure this out. The last way to take advantage of this slow season is to plan. Again, so many people get bogged down in the day-to-day, getting the list, researching the properties, going to auctions, marketing the properties, all this stuff that's required to operate on a daily basis. But when they do that, they tend to overlook their future. Unless you're extremely conscious of what you're doing, it can be very easy to just go one day at a time and one day at a time and never see any real growth or expansion. Ultimately, This can actually lead to you regressing because you're not keeping up with the curve of the marketplace. And I don't want to see you do that. Develop a plan for this next year. Break it down into monthly, then weekly segments. It doesn't have to be all that lengthy. We actually have a podcast episode coming up on this exact topic, but now is the time to start thinking about it. What can you do in the future that will help you see the success you desire? What can you do right now to begin implementing and creating that plan? What are the steps you'll take? Use a slow season as a way to work on your business, not in the trenches, just out of habit. I really hope that these little hacks for the slow season have helped you out, and I really hope that you take the time to implement them. Again, they were using the time to learn, become a better researcher, explore new areas, get creative, and plan for your future. Right now, or whenever you're listening to this, when you have a break between auctions, is the best time to put these five things into action. Use every opportunity you get to better yourself and to better your business. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast episode. Inside the Tax Law Academy, we go over lots of different ways for you to become the most successful tax investor possible. For more information on the Academy, just head on over to taxlawacademy.com, click on join, and become a member of the Academy. Again, guys, I truly hope that this podcast episode and every episode of my podcast has helped you out in your business. If so, please consider leaving us a five-star review on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to us on. Take care, folks. Bye-bye.